Hello, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is your Loveland Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Gina Dubell-Smith, EXP Realty, and Stone Pillar Farm. In the heart of Loveland, there exists a man whose name is synonymous with the art of storytelling and reporting. Chuck Gibson is a beloved figure in the community and is known for his remarkable ability to bring the feel-good stories of our charming town to life. With a career spanning many years, Chuck's journey as a journalist and a freelance writer has left an indelible mark on both local and worldwide publications. But it's within the streets of Loveland that Chuck's heart truly resides. Amidst the changing landscape of the newspaper industry, Chuck felt an unwavering commitment to his community. In response to this shift, he embarked on a mission close to his heart and continued his work, founding the Loveland Beacon. The Beacon became a shining light in the lives of the residents of Loveland who were eager to read the stories that made their town so special. In my recent interview with Chuck Gibson, we discussed the remarkable tapestry of his career, his dedication to Loveland, and the stories that continue to capture the hearts of those who call this town home. Join us as we unravel the narrative of a man who has dedicated most of his career to celebrating the stories that make Loveland an extraordinary place to be. Today is Monday, October 23rd, 2023. Thanks for inviting me on to share that story. So I... I'm not sure what you know even. I but, don't. I don't know but much. For for listeners and for even for readers of Loveland Beacon, I think a little background will help understand. Um, in the first place, um, you know, I, and I won't go back through all of this, but I graduated from the University of Cincinnati College Conservatory of Music Broadcasting Division. Oh, nice. Where obviously my degree and everything is, you know, essentially broadcast journalism. So I started out in radio and television here in Cincinnati and um, ultimately, to, to shorten the story, so moved into the writing journalism um, over 20 years ago in terms of the writing journalism. But it's been, this is my 40th year now. That's awesome. As a journalist. And I don't know that people understand that. So it has been my profession. It has been my career. I started out, as I said, radio and television broadcasting, specifically sports. I never really had a desire to be the news guy, but it's it's where I landed. landed. It is, um, so going back to the 20 years ago where I started print, um, I switched to freelance writing and you could say freelance journalist. During the first 17 years of that and writing for publications um, all over the world, not just here locally, but I lived here in Loveland. Okay. And people would always ask, well, first of all, they thought I was retired because as a freelance writer, mm -hmm. you know, it looked like I was retired because I made my own hours. So right. I could enjoy cycling during the day and being out in the community doing the things I like to do because I can write at night. Right. Um, however, the answer to the question when people say, well, what do you do? And I say, well, freelance writer. Well, what do you write for? I said, well, here locally, you would see me in the Loveland Herald, community okay. press newspapers, but the Cincinnati Inquirer. So for 17 years before the beginning of Loveland, Beacon.com, 
I wrote for the Cincinnati Enquirer and community press newspapers. Living here in Loveland, most of what I wrote, community press, Loveland Herald. Okay. So that's where the people of this community really got familiar with Chuck Gibson okay. and the stories that I wrote. And I was not focused by any stretch of the imagination on what somebody would call hard news. Okay. So anyway, the newspaper industry, as we all know, changed dramatically. I wasn't particularly happy to see the changes with the way it's gone. Um, and, and I was very fortunate, in all honesty. I said 17 years with Enquirer, Community Press, Newspapers, Loveland Herald as a freelance writer. Because I was a freelance writer, not a staff writer for them, I didn't get cut. When the industry was making changes and the Enquirer and the Community Press papers cut, 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 lost, lost, you know, great reporters, great journalists that were cut because of the way, you know, the big corporate giants, um, I won't say Gannett. (laughs) Anyway, but the corporate giants in the media world were making these changes, and so people were losing their jobs left and right. Um, And actually, the first cuts at the Enquirer and Community Press, I got an email from the editor that I was writing for said, no more. I was was, technically, I was among the first cuts. Um, What time frame was that? Oh, gosh. That was, I mean, I had only been writing for them about four years, so that was like, you know, 15 years ago. Okay. Um, I got that email, and I, I sent an email back and said, because he's like, stop, no more. We mm-hmm. just made cuts, and I can't justify keeping you when I have to cut, you know, real staff. Completely understand that. But I sent him back an email that said, well, what do you want me to do? I was working on four stories for him at that time. One of which, well, actually two of which, going back to that day, we're complete. I'm ready to push the send button and, and oh, send wow. him, you know, I would send them essentially a Word document. They turn it into what it looked like in the newspaper. So I said, what do you want me to do about the stories I'm working on? And he said, well, you know, where are you? I mean, are you done? I said, well, I have two that are just absolutely done. And the other two are just, you know, he goes, well, go ahead and, and, and send those. But then that's it. I won't go into the details, but ultimately I still met with him every Wednesday, even after the cut, because I could provide him stories. And and I asked him that. I said, can I, what if I give you a story I'm not asking you to pay? I mean, you still need content. That'd be great. And I said, and it doesn't matter what happens. And he goes, well, if you get paid for it, we can't use your byline. Hmm. I said, I don't, I don't need, I don't need my name on it. You just care. love doing it. I said, I'm sharing the stories of the community, and this is good things. And uh, these stories are lost mm-hmm. for Loveland at the time if I'm not writing right. them. And nobody's covering comes because of all the cuts, Mike. And so the bottom line, he said, well, yeah. So I continued to send him stories and met, met with him every Wednesday. And I'd say, hey, here's what I have this week. You know, That's and he'd awesome. say, great. So after just one month... And we had exchanges, and I said, you know, the people in Loveland are like, they're mad because of what's missing. And, and he goes, tell them to send me those messages, because they were emailing me. Sure. We're mad. We want to see your stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. So he said, I can't make an argument for you without them. Right. So the bottom line is, all those years ago, 
I, you know, I told the people, I said, here's his email address, send it to him, don't send it to me. Mm-hmm. And within two weeks, he said, the general manager gave me a budget for you. That's awesome. So that's why I say I was blessed. While all these other people were being cut, Mike, they kept me. And I continued on for what ultimately turned out to be 17 years writing for them, not getting cut. And actually at the end, he got cut, oh, wow. the senior editor. Wow. I wrote for him for 13 of those 17 years. It was a wonderful relationship. He's a great editor. I don't mind. Dick Maloney. Mm-hmm. His name should be familiar. Um, it just shows your passion for two things. One, writing and the community. Yeah. You well, know, and again, to be w- willing to do that. I mean, to, to push through and say, hey, I don't care if I'm making pay for it, getting paid for this right now. The people need this, essentially, yeah. and you you enjoy doing it. Well, I will tell ju- just to clarify, yeah. there is a passion, right. and I felt like the communities needed the stories. Yeah. And the thing was, no byline, but I said, well, if I get paid, right. because people want their stories sure. shared some of the, you know, in, within this level and community, he said, well, if they pay you, no byline. So stories that I gotcha. gave him, I did get paid. Yeah. Because, Mike, I'll tell you right now, as a freelance writer, my mantra was very simple. I do not write for free. <laughs> and the truth is, I mean, people said, well, how does it work? Like, do you send a story and, and then maybe they buy it or, you know, don't? I said, I never wrote a single word that I didn't know was going to be a paid word. So, so when you said you don't get a byline, explain what that means then to me. Okay, I so a byline, you know, yeah. at the top of a story, you know, by Chuck Gibson. So, so they, would, they would publish your story, but they wouldn't put your name on it? Right. It was just, it was, you know, they were, a lot of the businesses, I was fortunate because what I wrote for them, again, I said not hard, I wasn't covering City Hall. Yeah. You know, I wasn't necessarily covering what was happening for the school district. Mm -hmm. And trust me, Loveland City Schools and the City of Loveland administration didn't ever pay me to write a story. So that didn't happen. I was writing what in the newspaper business they called human interest features. Gotcha. Um, That included, you know, as you know right now, in Loveland, we have tons of great things happening Mm -hmm. and great businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, Paxton is the first one that comes to mind for me, has always been a wonderful community citizen doing things and sharing those stories. Right. And if they have an event coming up, sometimes, you know, those businesses or the people behind those businesses were willing to say, you know, Chuck, can you get this story out? I said, I can promise you I can get it published, but I don't write for free. And right. this is what I charge for, you know, like a standard Well, that makes you know, sense. Story. This is your career. So, well, right. <laughs> you know, we could go into a funny story on the side about a business here, Mike, yeah. that didn't want to pay after we made the agreement. I can only guess. And I, I simply asked a question at a certain point that said, do you get paid for the work you do? Right. Yes. Well, so do I. Of course. <laughs> so right? I mean, I don't want it to sound that mean, but it's you know, not mean. I don't, I don't want to mean at all. Yeah, I don't want to mislead people because yes, I have a great passion, mm-hmm. and I'm thrilled to death to have the opportunity to share the stories within, you know, local community news. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, I'm not ABC, NBC, CBS, or, or the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. You know, but community news and those stories that wouldn't otherwise get covered. They're important. I, they are, and they're mm-hmm. great stories, and that's what I enjoyed in the 17 years with, you know, here locally, the Enquirer and the Loveland Herald, was sharing those great stories and seeing, you know, the response to those. There's one, Mike, that um, was a story, and it, it, was, it almost was a no, because I would get a, 
email from Dick Maloney at the at the you know at the newspaper that said story question mark and I'd open the email and it would say something and it'd be are you interested right and as a freelance writer I'm not going to say no <laughs> that's a paycheck for that story sure. so um, there ultimately in in 13 years for Dick I said no two times wow and I didn't say no no I said I met with him because I met with him every Wednesday to mm -hmm. see what we're doing. And I said, you know, this story, I want to do it, but here's what's happening as I started to get into the story. And Dick would say, Chuck, I trust you. If you think it's not a story, then it's not gotcha. a story. So you tried. So we were at that point, you know, mm -hmm. in a relationship over the years. Well, there was a story that came up that at the beginning of it. And this was at the, at the beginning of the GoFundMe oh, right, stuff. Right. I'd never even heard of GoFundMe at the time. But it was a story that had something to do with GoFundMe people in need they had a gofundme account and i got you know the opportunity to share this story almost said no and dick even said well hey chuck you know if it's not a story i said well you know let me just follow up one more thing just to be sure well it turned out to be a story and they were trying to raise um this family was trying to raise six thousand dollars it was to finish a college thing there's a whole long story mm -hmm. cancer and death and all kinds of stuff right. in there tough tough situation um, on Christmas Eve, I knocked on their door after having written the story a few weeks before that. I knocked on their door and handed them a $20,000 check from a anonymous donor that saw the story, saw story in the Enquirer. That's amazing. And said, I want to help. <laughs> that is so cool. They were only trying to raise $6,000. They got 20 from just that one, yeah, that's from your one, story out there. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. That's, that's unbelievable. So that's part of where the passion comes from, mm -hmm. to share those kinds of stories, you know, with our community. Because we're here in Loveland. You're here in Loveland. Mike, I'm here in Loveland. We know how good, regardless of any of the controversies that rise yep. up in this community, mm -hmm. the people will always step up to help one another. This is a wonderful community. It's like nothing else. I agree. So, you know. Anyway, that's the, that's the background. I, you know, I had a long history well, I'm so in journalism. Well, so glad you brought that up because, yeah, I, I knew you, you had a history in journalism. I'm glad other people got to hear that story. But, but I didn't realize the stories that you were doing. I mean, it make, the Beacon makes a lot more sense. I mean, <laughs> I, I love what you do with, with it. That's why I'm, I have you here. Thank you, you. You're getting these great stories and that, that are niches that if you didn't tell them, nobody would hear about them or don't get me wrong not nobody people that are in in the know in the side hear this but a lot more people are, are learning the really good stuff in loveland from what you're doing and it makes so much more sense to me now that i hear that this is really that was your career right before the beacon right well and that's so you know the rest of the answer to why did i start loveland beacon so when dick maloney left we were at 13 years with the inquire within that first year of Dick's no longer my editor. I'm working for somebody else at the Inquirer Community Press. It was a nightmare. <laughs> and at the end of that first year, my wife actually said, why are you still writing for them? Yeah. And I actually said, I don't know. <laughs> but, again, that was at 13. I went ultimately four, four, more, four years. more years. During, those, the, during the first three years of those four, and I was, you know, people in the community know me, I know them. Mm -hmm. And I would say, this is miserable, I'm going to stop. And they'd say, don't quit. Right. 
if you this is the community of Loveland mm -hmm. telling me out in public sure don't go if you go who's going to write about you know mm -hmm. Loveland and so really I did hear the people and I felt that and said man you know I don't and my wife's looking at me like why are you doing this you don't make you know you do not get rich as a freelance writer for a local newspaper you don't right so it's not and again as a freelance writer overall i was doing a lot of other writing that had nothing to do with loveland mm -hmm. or the cincinnati Enquirer, um and that's a different story and how well you get paid for that but anyway at the end it was funny because and right at the beginning the first time i ever said i don't know if i'm going to keep doing this there was one person in particular in this community um who said start your own <laughs> yeah i'm gonna laugh out loud because it's like yeah you know you can see me scratching my fingers like saying okay where's the money give me the money right you know how do you start your own mm -hmm. um other people at a certain point started saying you know do your own because they could see and it was really funny one person in particular of the many people which i'm so grateful for that kind of feedback from people in the community said we want you mm -hmm. but at the end one person in particular also said you know what chuck you have my permission to quit <laughs> <laughs> it's well, like well i don't need your permission but that means a lot that he's yeah. like i understand this is really frustrating for you with the inquiry mm -hmm. community press at this point but so i heard that the very first person that said start your own mm -hmm. um right from the beginning when I said, oh, yeah, how do you do that? He goes, I'll back you. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, three years passed. And we'd run into each other, as we always did. And, you know, every once in a while I'd say, you know, I haven't forgotten what you said. He said, neither have I. He said, when are you going to do something? So finally, at, at the end of that three-year stretch, I said, what does I'll back you mean? <laughs> Let's meet and have lunch. And we talked about what that was so that was really that that lunch that i had with that individual who said i'll back you that was where okay i will do something we neither one of us you know he said i don't want to i don't want to start a newspaper i said well neither do i <laughs> you know so that's kind of a funny thing but the, the obvious choice was to go with an online digital news site mm -hmm. and thus lovelandbeacon.com was born that's that's the short answer oh, in a long form no that was a great answer it's a topic what is the um, loveland beacon telling other people's stories sharing you know i i the, you know the tagline is uh shining a light on loveland and communities um it i could have probably been more specific i said shining a light on those hidden stories on those right. hidden gems in our community because there are so many good people mm -hmm. doing so many good things and those are the stories I want to share. You know, another anecdotal thing, I, and I don't know how this happened. So ultimately I got to where, okay, we're going to start Loveland Beacon. I said, I'm going to aim for October 1st for the start date, which was October 1st, 2019. And that was back in, you know, early 2019, you know. So either June or July, I'm at an event in, in Loveland. And the mayor, Kathy Bailey, was at that event. And, you know, certainly we knew one another. I never covered the city. Right. And at that point in time, I had not said anything to virtually anyone, just a couple of people, mm -hmm. that there was this thing, Loveland Beacon, that was coming October 1st, or I was aiming for an October 1st launch date. And I don't know how Kathy Bailey knew 
but she pulls me aside at this event in Loveland and said, I, you know, I heard you, you're coming and it'll be so good to have a journalist with integrity. And I'm telling you this anecdotally because then I looked at Kathy and I said, I, I'm not doing it. I'm not coming to City Hall. <laughs> right, you right. have. I wish she were. I wish this was video and she was sitting here to to reenact that look on her face. Like what? And I said. Well, you know. Well, I'm sorry, Kathy. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I'll tell City Hall stories when you guys do something. Mm-hmm. But I'm not coming to City Hall politics. meetings and doing. I, you know, I'm not doing the politics. When I started out, when I graduated from college, mm-hmm. and I did have a news job at the beginning, not just sports. Um, as much as I wanted it to only be sports, mm-hmm. um, I had to cover, you know, city halls. Sure. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. That's how you pay your dues. Yep. Well, when I'm starting Loveland Beacon four years ago, I've got 36 years as a journalist. You get to do what I'm you not, want. I'm not going to city <laughs> hall on yeah. Tuesday nights. Right. I'm not coming to the school board meetings on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever nights. And, you know, I I'll, I have my way and sources. And I, I was going to say... You do have your way and sources because I'm, you're getting these people and stories, and I'm listening to your your podcast. I mean, you have connections in the sports world everywhere, right? I mean, well, I like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and well, and again, this, I, you know what? And and again, Loveland Beacon. I try to share this, you know, like Luke Waddell and Giovanni Ricci is, you know, right, who are you dude. you're immediately referring to? Right. And God bless both of those young men for trusting me. And, and talking with me, they don't have to do that. Sure. And especially Giovanni, when I did the last story with Giovanni, um, the the weekend of, you know, opening weekend for the NFL this year, that was Friday afternoon. Wow. They're kicking off on Sunday. Yeah. And Giovanni is taking time to talk to me. Yeah, that was cool. And, of course, unfortunately, his his Panthers are 0-6 now, right, so right. maybe he shouldn't have taken time. <laughs> I, I, That's just, not on you. <laughs> but, it, it's you know, I like to think, Mike, that uh, in the years that I've been involved, and especially here in Loveland with the resources and the mm-hmm. sources that I have that, that will talk to me and, and share their stories, um, A, I built that trust yeah. in those 17 years while I was writing Loveland Herald and the Cincinnati Enquirer. Um, that I, even with outside of Loveland and outside of Milford and outside of the immediate surrounding communities, you know, in Cincinnati, I'm amazed at the, the people that I can call upon. When, when I launched Loveland Beacon, first thing that happened was COVID. Mm. October 1, 2019, certainly, you know, by March 2020, just these few short months mm-hmm. later, we're, we're in the midst of, you know, stay at home Ohio. Lockdown, yeah. And I'm talking to the governor. I'm talking to the health department officials. Yeah. I'm talking to the hospital administrators. Wow. And, you know, if you go back and look at those stories, sure. and it's like, that's a great blessing that those people trusted me yep. and talked with me. And I, I cannot be more grateful for the trust that the community's given me. But I just love telling the, you know, getting back to the point, it, it is sharing the human interest stories um, I could, we could do a story about Mike Meldon <laughs> and, and, and what you're doing. I mean, you know, lo- love our land. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Why don't we sit down and talk? You got to come uh-huh. on Loveland Beacon Talks and share more about well, that. Let's do it. All For right. Sure. Yeah. This is great. Thank you so much. Uh, Mike, thank you for inviting me and letting me share the story. Hello, I'm Elise Knapp Schaefer, back for another Loveland High School Weekly Update. 
This week, the Loveland Showcase is on Wednesday night at the high school, and that's where a ton of different clubs, programs, and classes at LHS and some of the other schools come out and show what they're doing for Loveland and all the things that they're excited to do for themselves, for Loveland, for the community this year. It'll be a great way to know what's going on at the high school and in the community, so make sure to go show up at that. The fall sports season is mostly over. There are a couple still going on, still hoping to go to state or districts, but there's no games at the high school this weekend. So kind of just gonna have to wait until winter. Additionally, there are also clubs going on. Club fair was a couple weeks ago. So a lot of clubs are meeting this week and that includes the National Honor Society induction ceremony this week, along with a couple other club meetings. Thank you. Looking ahead in Loveland, attend showcase night Loveland City Schools district-wide open house to showcase all the great work happening in the schools. Get a look inside the classroom, discover great programs for students, see amazing performances, and get involved. Academics, athletics, arts, extracurriculars, and more will be on display during the showcase night at Loveland High School on Wednesday, October 25th at 6.30 p.m. And if you have any events that you would like me to mention here on the podcast, please reach out at mike at lovelandpod.com. We have something truly special here in Loveland. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. This episode was produced and engineered by On Brand Studios and recorded at Grailville, a magical place here locally like no other. Please note that the opinions expressed in the podcasts do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors or organizations.